Hello and welcome to Fresh Inspiration with Fola Kamalafe. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at favor, you know, and we've talked about how we experience the favor of God because it always shows up. And we define God's favor as his overwhelming kindness and goodness in your life, transcending everything that is known, that is natural or normal in this world for your constant good because he loves you. And we also talked about how his favor is not just what God does directly for you, but his favor is also what he makes other people do towards you, causing them as he turns their hearts to show you overwhelming goodness and kindness because of his love for you. But today I want to focus on favor because of covenant. Because the reason you and I are favored is because we have a covenant relationship with God. Now, before I go into that in a bit of detail, I just want to show you how that worked in the Old Testament. Because when you look at Abraham, Abraham had a covenant with God. So God cut covenant with Abraham. And when you look in the Bible, the Bible talks about how God blessed Abraham. So in Genesis 12, he says, I will bless you. I will bless those who bless you. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors, which we saw in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2. And that was part of the, the package of the covenant that God cut with Abraham, that he would bless him and he would bless his descendants. Actually, when you look at the message version of Genesis chapter 17, verse 3 to 8, the Lord says to Abraham that this is my covenant with you. It says, you will be the father of many nations. Your name will no longer be Abraham, but Abraham, meaning that I'm making you the father of many nations. I'll make you a father of fathers. I'll make nations from you. Kings will issue from you. Now, this is God saying to Abraham, I'm establishing my covenant between me and you. Then he starts to describe the characteristics of this covenant. So this is the covenant that God cut with Abraham. And we see the actual cutting of that covenant in Genesis 15. But it starts to describe here the characteristics of that covenant. It says, it is a covenant that includes your descendants. So the covenant to be favored with blessings, yes, was for Abraham, but it also includes his descendants. It says, it's a covenant that goes on and on and on. A covenant that commits me, this God, to be your God and the God of your descendants. And I am giving you and your descendants this land where you're now camping this old county of Canaan to own forever and I will be their God. So here we see all these things that were in the covenant. But one thing it says is that this covenant includes your descendants. It's a covenant that goes on and on and on. So it is not surprising 
that as we were looking at favor and the different expressions of favor, we saw how God favored Abraham. We saw how God favored Isaac. We saw how God favored Joseph. But we also see how God favored Jacob as well, because these were all the descendants of Abraham. And we shall see how God favored all the Israelites as well. So Joseph, you know, his father was Jacob. Jacob's father was Isaac. Isaac's father was Abraham. And there are scriptures for each one of them all the way to Israel, the Israelites. And we will see how God favored them because the favor was the covenant, sorry, of blessings was to descendants and to generations. And it was going to be forever. And then we will see how now the Bible says in Christ Jesus, that same covenant of blessings of favor comes upon you and I. So talking about Abraham, let's look at Abraham. Let's start at the very, very top with Abraham. And when you look at the account of Abraham in Genesis chapter 14, you will see how Abraham had gone to battle. He had gone to battle with a gentleman called Chadalomir, who had captured all these five cities. One of them was Sodom and Gomorrah. And in capturing that city of Sodom and Gomorrah, he had captured Lot, who was Abraham's nephew with them. So Abraham takes his 318 men. He chases Chadolomir's army down. He attacks them near Damascus. And with the help of God, he defeats them. He recovers the lot. The, um, recovers lot. He takes everything that they have. And as they were returning from the victory, it says in verse 19 that Abraham met somebody called Melchizedek. He met Melchizedek. And Melchizedek said to Abraham, having met him, he said to Abraham, he blessed him. This is Genesis 14, 19. Melchizedek blessed him and said, blessed, favored with blessings. This is to Abraham. Favored with blessings, made blissful and joyful, be Abraham by God most high, possessor and maker of heaven and earth. So Melchizedek here was a priest representing God. Because you can say, on what authority did Melchizedek do this? Why was Melchizedek the one blessing Abraham? Well, he was doing it on the authority of God. Because when you look at Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 3, it describes Melchizedek starting actually from verse 1, talking about how he was the king of Salem, how Melchizedek is the priest of God most high, how he met Abraham and blessed him. It says in verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 7 that Abraham gave him a tent of everything. For Melchizedek means the king of righteousness and also the king of Salem, which means the king of peace. And now in verse 3, it describes Melchizedek. It says Melchizedek was without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the son of God. He remains a priest forever. 
So Melchizedek was a priest authorized by God to pronounce blessings on Abraham. And God did directly speak blessings as well into Abraham's life, confirming what Melchizedek had said to him when he met with Abraham. Because God himself also said to Abraham, you know, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you, as we have said earlier on, with abundant increase of favor. Now, that's Abraham. Then you go to Isaac, who's Abraham's son. And we saw before in Genesis 26 and verse 3, where God had told Isaac to dwell in the land and that he was going to favor him with blessings. He said, I will favor you with blessings and I will perform the promise that I had made to your father. And when you get actually further down on Genesis chapter 26 and you get to verse 24, it says, And the Lord appeared to Isaac the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Fear not, for I am with you and I will favor you with blessings and will multiply your descendants. Why? For the sake of my servant Abraham. So now you are seeing this covenant of favored blessings established with Abraham. Now moving on to Isaac, his son, because of Abraham, the father. Now Isaac's son, one of Isaac's son was Jacob. He had Jacob and he had Esau. And Jacob had run away at a very, you know, when he was at a younger age. He ran to his father-in-law. And after he had worked with his father-in-law for many years, the Lord told him to go back to Canaan, which was the promised land. And he was going to meet Esau, his brother, on the way. Now, he hadn't seen Esau for a long time since he fled. And he fled because Esau wanted to kill him. Because Esau said he had stolen his birthright and his blessings. So he wasn't sure how this reconciliation was going to go. He wasn't sure where Esau was going to be. He wasn't sure whether he would find favor in Esau's sight. So he says in Genesis chapter 33 and verse 11. Or let's read from verse 9. He says, they met up as Jacob was going back to Canaan. They met up and Esau said, I have abundance, my brother. Let it be to yourself what you have. So what it was, was Jacob had sent so many gifts ahead just to buy favor with his brother in case his brother Esau still wanted to kill him. But Esau says, I have abundance. So you can hold on to what you have. And Jacob says, but I'm praying to you, if I have found grace or favor in your sight, take these gifts that I am presenting to you. Receive them because God has favored me. So here is Jacob, the son of Isaac, the grandson of Abraham, saying God had favored him. So we see how this is going from one generation to the next generation. Because God promised it when he cut covenant. He says, to your descendants forever. 
you know and when we think about Jacob from Jacob came Israel Jacob's name was changed to Israel so you have all the Israelites and we know that the Israelites were taken captive by the Egyptians but the scripture says in Exodus chapter 2 and verse 23 to 24 it says that it happened after a long time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel the children of Jacob groaned and sighed because of the bondage that they were in and they cried out and they cried for help because of their bondage ascended to God so God heard their groanings and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And because God remembered his covenant, the Bible says God saw the sons of Israel. He saw them. He took notice of them. He was concerned about them because they were favored with blessings. The same blessing that had been on Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, was also on them. So in Exodus chapter 5 and verse 1, God says to Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. But when you read Exodus chapter 12 and verse 36, after everything that had happened, after Pharaoh was now releasing the Israelites to go, you know, after all the plagues, because it took a while, but eventually he let them go. Then you get to Exodus chapter 12 and verse 36. And the Bible says, the Lord gave the people favor. The Lord gave the Israelites favor in the sight of the Egyptians. So you see this favor? We saw it with Abraham. We saw it with Isaac. We saw it with Jacob. And now we see it with the Israelites. God gave the people, the Israelites, favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And what happened because of the favor? Because of the favor, the scripture says they lent to the Israelites everything that they required. And the Israelites spoiled, or some version says they plundered the Egyptians. So the Egyptians gave their riches to the Israelites. And the Israelites carried away with them the wealth of the Egyptians. Why? Because God caused the Israelites. He gave the Israelites favor. Remember it was God. We saw this earlier on. That one of the things about the favor of God is what he also causes other people to do towards you. To show you overwhelming goodness and kindness because he loves you. This is what is happening here. The Egyptians naturally did not like the Israelites. Remember, favor transcends everything that is normal, natural, or known. The the Egyptians did not like the Israelites. Exodus chapter 1, 13 to 14 says, They were harsh. They were cruel towards them. So this could only be the favor of God. God caused them. This was the doing of God. It wasn't natural. 
They just they just had 10 plagues almost destroy Egypt because Pharaoh would not let them go. So there was nothing natural about them giving their wealth to the Israelites. But it was because God gave the Israelites. God turned the hearts of the Egyptians so that they found favor. The Israelites found favor in their sight and they gave them all of their wealth. David said it in Psalm 105, verse 37 to 38. It says, God brought them forth. That's the Israelites. God brought the Israelites out. or He delivered them from Egypt also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person amongst the tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed for the fear of them fell upon them. God delivered them. And God delivers us. The Bible says in the book of Colossians that God has delivered you and I from the authority of darkness. And he has put us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of all of our sins. That's Colossians 1.13. In the same way God delivered the Israelites from the hold of the Egyptians forcefully it had to be done and they took all their riches all their wealth and there was not any sick or feeble or weak among them in the same way God has delivered you and I from the authority of darkness and he has given us the scripture says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just he has given us wealth and riches in this world in this time, having redeemed us from the curse of the law, and we know one of the curses of the law is poverty. You know, redeemed us from it by the blood of Jesus. And as you think about this, so we've seen how that favor has gone from Abraham to Isaac, to Jacob, to the Israelites. When you now come into the New Testament, the Bible tells us something very, very, very interesting about how this favor has now come on you and I. Because when you read in the book of Galatians, when you read in the book of Galatians, the Bible says that if you are in Christ Jesus, then this same blessing of Abraham is on your life. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 and verse 29 it says now the promises in the covenants were decreed to abraham and to his seed so we just read the covenant all the promises one of the promises was that you will be abundantly favored favored with blessings it says the promises in the covenants were decreed to abraham and to his seed god does not say and to seeds, a seed referring to many persons, but as to one, and to your seed, who is none other than Christ. Then verse 29 says, and if you belong to Christ, if you are born again, if you have accepted Jesus into your life, if you belong to Christ, if you are in him, then you and I are 
Abraham's descendants. So not only is Abraham's descendant, Isaac, Jacob, and the Israelites, if you are in Christ Jesus, you are also Abraham's descendants and spiritual heirs according to God's promise. That is great news. That means that you are favored because you are in covenant with God. Yes, through Abraham, but there's even greater than Abraham who made covenant with us in the new covenant, in the new Testament. And the scripture tells us that the glory of the old Testament is nothing compared with the far greater glory of the new in 2 Corinthians 3.10. So that covenant is brilliant. I am excited even just knowing that in Christ Jesus, I am a descendant of Abraham and all the promises, including to be favored with blessing, has come on me because of that relationship that I have with Jesus. But what he also says to me, that is great news. But there is also a new covenant. And the glory of this new covenant far exceeds that of the old one. When you turn to 1 Peter chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2, one of the translations says, You have been chosen in keeping with what God the Father had planned. That happened through the Spirit's work. To make you pure and holy. God chose you so that you might obey Jesus Christ. God wanted you to be in a covenant relationship with him. He established this covenant relationship in the new covenant by the blood of Christ. You know what? You are doubly blessed. You're blessed because of the covenant. You're favored with blessings because of the covenant that God cut with Abraham, which comes to you as his descendants through Christ Jesus. But you're also doubly blessed <laughs> because you are in a covenant relationship with God today by the blood of Christ. However you look at it. You are favored because of covenant. So expect favor every day. Expect God to rush his overwhelming goodness and kindness towards you. Expect people that you meet to favor you because God has granted you and is causing their hearts, turning their hearts. In your favor. Expect this overwhelming goodness and kindness in your life and in your descendants as well. In your descendants, in your family, in your children every day. Transcending the known, the natural, what is normal in this world. And working constantly for your good because God loves you. You are favored because you have a covenant. You have a covenant, you're in a covenant relationship with God through the blood 
of Jesus Christ our Lord. That is excellent, good, greater than, more than good news. So spread it to everybody and let them know. Come in to Christ Jesus and enjoy this favor. God bless you. I'll see you soon.